Hey guys, this is Renee Paquette from Throwing Down with Renee and Misha. On this bonus episode of our podcast, we are joined by none other than AEW megastar, my very handsome husband, John Moxley. He's got a book coming out November 2nd that he wrote and kind of illustrated himself. So here you go, John Moxley, everybody. I am joined by none other who is literally walking in to the office where I record this show right now with baby in hand, a baby rattle in hand. It's a tough morning over here at Casa de Moxley. Oh, she's so cute. John Moxley's on the show. Here, let me put your headset on for you. You got full hands. Where'd you get this headset? Siri sent it to me. They're nice to me. Yeah, I know. We've got the baby. Everything was going to hell in the last hour. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, we appreciate you jumping on with us anyways. We're trying to put her in the car seat thing, and she started twisting and turning and revolting. Here, you want me to take her? (laughs) I got her now. Okay. Well, let me take her. Let me take her because we need to talk about your book. Well, yeah. I've been with her all morning. Okay, have her. You can't just take her now. Have her. Have her. Now that we're on on the air, you're going to try to take all the... (laughs) I'm not trying Glory. to take credit. I'm just trying to let you You're focus. up here gallivanting around on Sirius. I've been up since 5.30 with this thing. What do you think <laughs> happens when you go on the road, Toots? It's all me. Okay, so let's talk. Your book comes out November 2nd. You wrote this book yourself. I saw you pouring over the laptop for months, for weeks, however long it took you to do. You illustrated some of the book. I tweeted about that today. I mean, this is a full John Moxley situation. Yeah, very ironic. That now, now you want to promote the book. You want to come on here in your show. I knew you were going to come about, on and talk shit. You want to act like you want to promote it. When Renee, I expected nothing less. I know. Renee tried I knew, harder than I know anybody. what kind of couple you guys are. I just, I, I had it pegged. <laughs> I knew it. Oh, uh, well, Renee's lying to you, Misha. She's seen it. She's seen us in real she life. She tried harder than anybody to stop this book from happening. She's making a nursery upstairs. I was like a million months pregnant when you were finishing the book and I was over it. Yeah, that's the thing about doing a book is it requires an, an incredible amount of concentration and focus. You can't just sit down and say, oh, I'm going to write a thousand words right now, like a workout. Like, I'm going to do ten reps. Like, it doesn't work like that. Sometimes it's coming to you. Sometimes the words come. Sometimes they don't. And if you're in a zone, if you're, like, feeling the groove, you got to keep that momentum going. I'm down there like I'm in the zone. I'm like actually getting some work done finally. I'm like, oh, I'm really feeling it. And she's upstairs like putting up pictures <laughs> in this nursery that the kid won't even be able to see for like five years. <laughs> oh, chicken. My deadline's in three weeks. <laughs> and now we're and moving she, and the baby's yeah. never going. And she's waddling <laughs> the up the stairs one. with like a, she's like, well, if you're not going to hang the picture, I'll just do it. Waddling up the stairs with a drill. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I'll just, I'll just stop what I'm doing. Hang the picture. Come back down. Now I've, uh. Completely lost my train of thought, and now Dave working. <laughs> okay, wait. Lost. I I have a question then. T- tell me about this. Look, look. In all seriousness, I have contemplated writing my story for a long time, and I have taken absolutely zero steps towards doing that. So I'm hoping that by you, you you have an it's an autobiography, right? It's your story. Like, what what is it kind of like from from what your first memory till now? Is it about pro wrestling? Like, what is what part of your life is this about? Oh, it's about every single uh, aspect of my life. It's from my very first memories of life, which mostly were about, you know, wrestling, uh, up until things that happened very recently. Covered covers everything. I don't even know if I'd call it an autobiography so much as a collection of collection of stories and stuff and events and uh 
you know, like it's a bunch like of short stories kind of thing of your life. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot yeah. like that. Every, every, like little like anecdotes. Yeah, it's you know, not like a beginning to end story thing. It's not a, li- I, didn't yeah, write the I, book. I wouldn't I'll call it a up. linear story at all, but you know, you definitely get the sense of like what the insanity that my life has been, has been like, I would say, I would suggest to you that you should, uh, you should totally do it. It's a very, it, but did, it's how a, did you start? Did you just start jotting different notes and memories? Did you have conversations with people in your past? Cause I feel like I don't remember, like, I don't remember a lot of this stuff of, especially my childhood. It's kind of like I had a good childhood and I don't really know what people would want to know about me. So I don't know. Maybe I need to go like have conversations with people who remember more than I do about myself. Did you yeah. Right. Like I thought the same thing. I was like, I don't remember like anything. I don't, I didn't, I'm not a guy who writes stuff like, down. Like, not memorable, like, right? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was he, like, John I, I, actually I has a very good memory, though. Like, your memory's better than mine, and I don't get hit in the head for a living, but, like, your memory's usually pretty sharp. Like, yeah, what and, kind uh, of memory, though? There's, like, where did you put the car keys memory, and then there's, like, He has you know, memories of, like, this building. of a child. Like, He'll be like, this child. building, this time of day, with these specific people, I ate this for breakfast. Like, he remembers specific moments pretty detailed, I would say. Uh, yeah, um... And it's kind of uh, things that are important, you know, that happen. You kind of you remember like the sights and the sounds and the smells and the music you were listening to and what people said and everything like that. And that stuff sticks in your brain. So like, part of the, uh, the whole process of doing it, it's a very daunting task to here, you take the baby. I can't concentrate. This See, that's what I was trying to take right now. You're going to want to talk. Squirming. Come here. Uh, I'd never written anything in my life. Before I have no formal writing training at all. I didn't even graduate high school the first time. So like, I, you know, I, I was like, ah, I don't know about this, man. But I did like a sampler. I just typed it up on my phone. I was like, okay, if I was gonna write something, and wrestling is storytelling. So yeah. actually, without realizing it, you know, what you're doing writing a book it, right? is you're you're telling stories. So it's actually a lot of the same things. Especially when you're cutting promos and doing interviews, you know you're telling stories. You're taking people on a ride. You're trying to engage them in what you're feeling and I thinking and getting them it, into the story. So I actually had some experience in this. I just never. You never did realized it they ri- crossed over each other like that. Yeah, yeah I just right? never did it with yeah. a written word. So I just did like oh. a little sampler on my phone and sent it to them, and they because they came to me with it. I was like, so oh, I shouldn't write. Is this going to yeah. come out on Audible? Because I would love to to know your story, but I feel like there's zero chance I actually get to read it. But I'm huge on Audible. Like I clean my house, so I listen to Audible. I, I listen to books. People say you should read like ten pages a day. That like makes you a smart person or something. I'm like, does listening like listen <laughs> I think to listening a should count. No, yeah, listening dude. should count, right? Yeah, I think so. Hundred percent. You got you got kids, so like you know. Yeah, I'm like you, I don't. Who has time a, to read? You a got book? a multitask. You my got a baby in this hand a bottle in this hand unless we're doing this radio show <laughs> that is it like, yeah that's all yeah. the time i sit down the day <laughs> yeah, so. yeah i feel the same way is there a chapter that you feel most proud of uh you know i go there's chapters about uh literally every as there's chapter about uh cincinnati and my life growing up there that i'm pretty proud of and that's another thing is like it's pretty cool to uh you have to go back into your mind and really concentrate and focus and you know your mind and your brain remembers stuff you don't think it would it's like locked away and if you really focus and like get into it all of a sudden like 
stuff starts coming back to you. And then the more you get like this, these doors open and stuff starts pouring out and you go, Oh yeah, I remember that. You know, this has got to be in the book then, but like give us a little sneak preview. Like how did you get into pro into pro wrestling world? You were obviously a fan growing up as a kid, right? Just give us a little, little snapshot backstory and peek into the book. Yeah. It's still, it's the only thing from the, my like earliest memories of anything. It's, it was just the thing that I liked. Like, I don't really have a, very particular like oh this was the moment i became a fa- right became right. a fan it's just the only thing i ever liked i remember like my earliest memories of it and those are all in there and uh but it's just it's been with me always like it's just so it's when just was your first big... like pro wrestling experience like how did you actually get your foot in the door to do what you're doing mind you when i came over and did that photo shoot with your wife i you know no disrespect but i had no idea who you were because i don't i am not i don't dabble in that world i did not I come from a completely opposite like i don't i never watched pro wrestling i never i just wasn't um it wasn't in my my, my wheelhouse so i had no idea like that you were you know you were a thing oh, or should. whatever but yeah i hear you i hear you're gonna try to convince me later why i should become a fan but uh, for now Uh, let's stick to to, (laughs) to, to, the important stuff to answer your first question yeah i mean i saw i saw a flyer on it i mean i kind of like had this feeling in my mind somehow that i was like if there's any job that i'd be I, i found myself like kind of academically studying wrestling to the point where like it was beyond being a fan where i was like so obsessed with it and, you know, I was like an athlete in high school and wrestling football and all that and everything. And I'm, you know, so I was like, man, I feel like, but back then it was like, I didn't have like the internet and all that. So I was like, how do you get into wrestling? It's like this mysterious world. Like a guy like the undertaker, I remember me, my friends used to be like, you think he like really sleeps in a coffin? Like, <laughs> well, what does he do in real life? Cause it, it, you know, it's not like exposed like it is today where, uh, right. So it was like this mysterious world. I saw a flyer on a telephone pole for like a local little indie show. And I was like, oh, man, I'm going to that. It was at a flea market called the Red Barn Flea Market in Cincinnati. And I went to it. And then the and uh, like the event hand stapled together program where they have like coupons for pizza and stuff like that. And like <laughs> they list the sponsors and the card tonight or whatever. You know, there was an ad in the back for. It was Les Thatcher's main event pro wrestling camp. And I was like, that was like this, ding, ding, the ding. light bulb moment. Where I was like, oh, I like saw you your go, face. You go You're to a, it. Oh, we're on video. Yeah. Oh, oh I can see you. Hi. I, I literally didn't even know Did we were on video. Did you not see Misha oh, so that there? Was a genuine face. Hello. No, I legit didn't even look at the video. Oh, sorry. Yeah. But yeah, and I was like, oh, like it's like anything else. You know, you go to, you want to be a doctor, you go to medical school, you, go to, you want to be a wrestler, you go to wrestling school. And, uh, to 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 get back to what I was saying before, you know, people who aren't uh, I, I would I wrote it in a way that like a lot of wrestling books, they go okay, you got to I mean, ninety percent of the people who are going to read it are going to be wrestling fans, but they still write it as if for the non wrestling fan. So they like over explain what words mean and terms are and who people are and what things are and like who what WWE is like, you don't have to explain what WWE is. Everybody knows, you know? Like, yeah. Misha, there's like a whole other subculture in wrestling. That's like a whole other language, like this, like carny language. Yeah. There's a lot involved, of like, that's like insider terms yeah. and stuff like that. And like a lot of re- like the hardcore wrestling fans, the majority of people are probably gonna read the book. Well, they know that stuff. So my, my, when I wrote it with the idea of not playing down to them or over explaining anything, but also I thought that was a cooler way 
to make it accessible and fun for a non-wrestling fan, like somebody like yourself. Where I wanted it to be like, you got drunk and like this. Is how I've explained this a couple of different times. <laughs> Here comes the spiel. Yeah, yeah. You got one night. You were at like a party and you ended up with a bunch of wrestlers. And you were. It was just you and like these three wrestler dudes or chicks, and you know you're all hanging out. And they were all. You were getting drunk. Everybody's getting high, doing blow, whatever. Oh my god! And they were all. <laughs> talking to each other and like and they were using some of these insider terms or they were just talking about wrestling and they were you kind of you were just kind of a fly in the wall and you saw their passion for it and how they discussed it and whatever and like if i was reading a book about a different subculture like say i didn't know anything about mma or uh the x games or fishing or something sure i would rather just listen to those guys like the two expert fishermen talk about rigs and jigs and bait and whatever and figure out what it is as they go in the context of a conversation as rather than explain each word yeah okay exactly i hope i'm smart enough to follow along with this i think you i I will listen to this when this comes out on audible i will i will certainly listen to it yeah, I gotta find time to do that. Yeah, he needs to. He was supposed yeah. to record it here in Las and Vegas, and now we're leaving. So don't let anyone else read for you because I just it annoys me when people, especially people of a, um, you know, like they have some stature, like they. Yeah, you have to you. do it. It yourself. has to be your voice because I've Any, had, I've like known famous people or maybe just even known of them, and it's not their voice, and it really perturbs me. And I'm like, I agree. No, no, oh, it no. has like to be listening him. to He's someone tell else tell your stories. Is so annoying. <laughs> I would never do that. I wrote every yeah. single word of this myself. I will read every single word of this myself when it goes on. Yeah, it is book. like thoroughly. If that ever you. gets done, I'll send you one though if you get some time. But you probably don't because you're a mom and moms. I have no time. We're busy. Um, okay, so quickly before we let you go, uh, I want you to I want you to plead, not even plead a case, but like talk to Misha to get her into pro wrestling. Oh, well, yeah. What do you think is the way to I'm get her in? That's kind of what I was getting yet. at to where yeah. I, I kind of like this book to be kind of a gateway. Like I hope that some non-wrestling fans read it to be kind of a, like the ideal thing would be like the accomplishment would be like, if you got somebody into pro wrestling from reading this book where they're like, Oh, now I get it. Cause I'll explain like the thought processes and so forth about like what we're actually doing and everything's like my, I'm of the belief that everybody, no matter how much you're like, no, that's not for me. Every single person on planet earth, there's something they could get into. There's like one storyline or one match or one type of wrestling or something. For instance, like I'm not a big Grey's Anatomy guy, right? It's not my thing. Okay. She loves it. Love it. Obsessed with it. She started watching it, right? So it's on the TV and, you know, I'm fiddling around the house. Baby's making noise. So, (laughs) So I eventually absorb some of this, you know? And you absorb enough of it, and the stories are uh, accessible for everybody. And then after a while, I'm like, oh, man, I got to see how this plays out. Like, is he going to die? Oh, my God. All of a sudden, I'm into it. And I'm like, I didn't even know, you know. You didn't mean to become a fan, but all of a sudden, you're a fan. Like, there'll be some story that can hook you. And uh, that's really what pro wrestling is. It's storytelling. I 
like that approach because I feel like less is probably more for me as as a as a non fan. Like the more people are like, you got to become a fan. I'm kind of like, yeah, but I'm but I'm but I'm not like I'm not really yet. So I feel like maybe a story to like, yeah, yeah, like we got to find the right the right thing. We'll get you. You can't can't, can't force it down your throat. The thing that like I I I can tell you like I can tell you like the purest like, oh, watch, you know, like watch like Brian Danielson versus Minoru Suzuki. Like that's like a very recent like wrestlers, wrestlers, wrestling. See, see, the thing is, though, I like the bullshit, though. I wanted to watch Goldust versus Roddy Piper in the Hollywood (laughs) backlot brawl. Like that's my shit. See, the thing is, Misha will watch like even a a very technical pro wrestling match. And because she's a legitimate athlete. Exactly. She she, she would appreciate it. She will say that's not real. No, oh. no, 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 no. Yeah, no. that's true. You won't, you I, I won't know be that able the to... craft, like what you guys do, I respect as what athletes, but you're right. Like I struggle you, with you'll that. You'll watch, because... yeah, you'll watch like a wrist lock or a figure four, one of these like yeah, stupid like, or not, a choke slam work. or something, you know, that's completely <laughs> fake. And you just won't be able to wrap your brain around that people are buying that this is real. But the problem, the, what you're not, what you have to understand is this isn't like in the 60s or 70s. They were actually trying to fool people into thinking this was real. And of like course. bad guys and good guys couldn't ride in the same car or be seen at the bar together. Right. The business was very right. protected. And you were actually trying to fool people into that these are real fights. That is not the case in 2021. There's real fighting, which is what you do. And there's this. And everybody right. who, and the fans are very, very passionate about it. They know it's, nobody's being fooled into thinking they're watching an, a legitimate thing. That's a completely separate sport now. In 2021, what it is is like in, in like the it's like the Marvel universe, for instance, right? In real life, nobody can shoot fucking spider webs out of their fingers or whatever, you know. But in the Marvel right. universe, there's a guy who can, and that's accepted, and you know that. So like when he shoots somebody in the face with a spider web, Spider Man, you're like you totally accept it. So like in pro, it, it's it's like you have yeah, to like in pro wrestling, yeah. someone you have up their to like finisher, you have to like, like okay. understand the universe and then once you accept that like okay this is like this fictional I universe think... we're living in then you're then you're in yeah. and there's so many different like there's lucha like there's lucha libre which you know I'm not a big lucha guy but it's like a lot of running and flipping and jumping and all this and that has a whole psychology and universe kind of by itself uh, AEW has a, a melding of a lot of different. It's kind of an amalgamation of a lot of different, uh, different. styles. There's, you know, GCW uh, where you know I wrestle now. They a lot. They specialize in like death matches and like uh, that's a whole different thing. Where it's, a it's lot all of, these different a genres. lot of violence and there's a different psychology yeah. and there's 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 I've... like comedies. There's total. There's whole promotions that almost kind of specialize in like kind of comedy stuff. There's the high flying stuff. There's really Strong violent style. stuff. There's like stuff that's super realistic. Like I wrestled Josh Barnett's Bloodsport. Uh, they just had a show the other week. Uh, this, just this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, that's almost more like uh, mental. Yeah, was like Kane the original... in that? Am I right in that? I think that might was have been. Kane in that. No, but uh, Kane no, did wrestle in WWE though. for a minute, but that was a Kane while. Kane did uh, pro wrestling recently, yeah, blo- but it was yeah, blood blood sport is kind of like to be uh almost kind of be more like the original pancrase. Like okay, it's supposed to be it's it's more realistic and it, it, I guess you would call it quote unquote shoot style, you know, or whatever. Right. It's, it looks more. You know, I mean, if you watch Josh, you I mean if you watch Josh Barnett do a pro wrestling match, 
is pretty friggin' realistic. It's a totally different thing. Right. But like Cain Velasquez did triple A. Oh, and that's he, he what put on a oh. yeah, which is yes. in Mexico, which is Lucha Libra. He put on a friggin' moose head or something <laughs> and was running yeah. around doing flips and all this insanity. So there's just all these different styles and flavors and it's just We'll there's, find, we'll there's find a little something set. for everybody in pro wrestling. Man. Yeah. Okay. And that, that's kind of I feel of like maybe I, do, maybe I do need a storyline, though, because that's the thing. I You're right. I have trouble going into this and, like, comparing. I think I'm just comparing the world I come from from the world. But I need to, like, know these people's stories or, like, be interested on a, on a deeper level so that I can come in as a fan of that person or that character as opposed yeah. to just watching a match. You know, I just sure. jump in and I start watching matches and I'm like, I don't know any of the history. So I'm like, I'm just not like into it in that way. But I think maybe your book would be a great way for me to kind of understand um, not just how you become a fan, but you have a unique, you know, where you started as a fan, but you're actually in the world now, too. So that would be I would be interested in that. Let me know when the audio book comes out, unless you want to come over to my house, you know, and and uh, and read it to me <laughs> while I clean. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just, Take, I'll just leave you a really long whatever, I'll, just, you know? I'll just leave you a really long voicemail. Later. I'll, just read, I'll read the whole book. Yeah. All right, John, thank you for coming uh, to hang out with us. Uh, and thanks for bringing the baby. I appreciate it. And your book comes out November 2nd. People can order it on Amazon. It's Barnes & Noble. Yeah, it's every, kind of everywhere you can buy books, everywhere you, yeah? Everywhere you buy books. Great. Amazon, that shit, yeah. Get on it. All right. All right, guys, when we come Wait, back... what's it called? Oh, yeah, it's called Mox. It's just I don't called, think we ever said the name. It's called yeah, Mox. it's just called Mox. Mox. M-O-X, okay. that easy. Yeah, Is that easy what, That's peasy. what her mom got tattooed on her, right? Sure oh yeah, that's a okay. when you're that. That's how you get over with a mother. That's when you know you're over with a mother. <laughs> Throwing down with Renee and Misha is part of the Sirius XM podcast network. The show is produced by Michael Russo and Kelly Murphy. Sound designed by Nari Balin. Andy King is a director of sports podcasting for Sirius XM. Special thanks to Sirius XM senior vice president of sports programming and podcasting Steve Cohen and Sirius XM Fight Nation program director Marissa Rivas. Sirius XM Podcasts.